minutes of the budget. We on the line to Chief Investment Officer at Magwe Fund Managers, Magwe Masilela. Very good uh, afternoon to you, Mr. Masilela. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. So, first of all, your impressions are fairly balanced or um, there are some holes to poke in the budget speech? Afternoon to be so, yes, I think it's fairly balanced. And like you indicated, even a week before that, guys, we have to make tough decisions, but we'll thank ourselves in the coming three, four, five years. So I think we managed to not just play to the gallery, but uh, even the market themselves are happy. You look what's happening to the rent, strengthening just under percent, and that's at the back where you have the dollar, which is busy strengthening. So if the market didn't even like this, I think the rent could have been worse from what it is because the dollar itself is busy strengthening. So just checking what the market reaction, especially the currency market, you see that, okay, we are fairly happy. And I mean, for him to indicate stuff like, we look important stuff like the budget deficit. That's very important because if you have a very huge one, that tends to be negative to our currency. So for him to be able to reduce that, if they manage to do it to 3.5, that would be wonderful. So stuff like that and reducing the expenditure by over 85 billion over three years, it's not too bad. Mm. And I'd like to talk, obviously everybody will be talking about VAT and I'll have a greater discussion uh, on that with a tax expert, but I just want to look at it broadly on the balancing act. So the finance minister has raised VAT. It was projected that it could be as much as 2%, uh, but it's 1%. But he has in tandem also adjusted social protecting social protection spending rather by 7.9% year on year, much above inflation, as he says, and also child support grant increasing. So is that an adequate question for the poor who were said to be the biggest casualty of the VAT increase? I think they were very creative, and I think we have to to give it to them. You know, for them to be able to uh, increase the social grants above uh, inflation increases, as you said, 7.9 on average is 7%. And more importantly, including the zero-based vet-free things into the whole equation, that helps as well. Because now, as he worked it out, this increase of 1% will affect just above 80% of people who are well off. So the poor are still safe when it comes to the 1% increase. So it was a nice balancing act when it comes to that. Mm. So we cannot complain. They tried to get it right. I can hear his critics though, asking whether or not this is sustainable, and I'm talking about the additional 2.6 billion rand that's been added since the midterm budget statement to social grants in general for them to be able to make the changes. And the announcement of uh, the additional money that's going towards higher education, the 57 billion rands, that is on top of the billions of rands that were uh, used to cover the fees must fall uh, demands. The question is, where's that money coming from? I think it is sustainable. Remember, the guys are looking to get additional 36 billion generated purely from taxes. And maybe we need to understand something. Our economic growth has improved. We're looking to grow by a better number, whether it's 1.5 or whatever, but it's going to be much better. So now, if you have a good economic growth, it means companies are making better profits. And as you will know, companies only pay tax when they make profit. And if they make super profit, they pay more tax. So that's important. And for them to be able to grow as companies, it means they've also have to increase their workforce. And the better part of the tax revenue comes from 
pay as you can. So you have more people working, so then that will also increase mm. the bracket of the pay as you can. So stuff like that will be able to have the, the gist of this whole thing is to get the economic growth in place because if we don't get it in place, then taxes will be less, the correction will be less, and also confidence because we don't have to undermine rent. You know, when people are not too happy about how you use their money as taxes, they tend to be more creative, you know, with their taxes. So now if they are happy and say that, oh, okay, yeah, we're working towards a common goal, it's easy for them to start cooperating to us paying taxes. As we're talking, we know we've got companies back home who are sitting with almost half a trillion, you know, just in bank accounts, doing nothing with that money because they were not certain about Let me just jump in there. While I agree with you, um, if we're still talking about a projected growth rate of 2.1% in 2020, that is nowhere near enough for at least uh, uh, the jobs that we want to inject into the economy and even the overall uh, growth that we hope to achieve for some of our objectives. And that gap of 48.2 billion rand in uh, in revenue, it's quite a significant one still, given the fact that we've also committed ourselves to even greater infrastructure spending. Now, that infrastructure spending is a way of creating the necessary jobs in the long run. And maybe simple example, so before thinking about the economic growth or any other thing, take what we're having currently. Now this week we know that there's almost 600 million which was returned back to Treasury because of lack of spending by particular departments. I think 300 million from the Northwest, 150 million from Houting and Pumalanga. So that's 600 million itself. That's the money which is available. If they could have spent that kind of money, that would have helped to stimulate the economy to a second extent and be able to create a necessary job. So my point is, before even thinking of other ways whether the economy will grow or whatever percent, the test that we are having today, mm. if we are able to use it the right way, it will also help towards giving the right way or towards creating the necessary jobs that we are looking for. Okay, so let's talk about the spending cut of 85 billion rand. Uh, the projections uh, that if you cut the number of ministries uh, to about 15, I think that brings us to about 47 billion rand uh, or so. Do you think that's where it's uh, projected to come from, that 85 billion rand spending cut? And what other areas um, are, are they possibly targeting on cutting uh, on spending? It could it also possibly be recouping uh, from the money lost in, uh, you know, corrupt activities. Uh, as in, if you if you stump some of those practices, could you also be making a saving that would bring us to that amount? Definitely, will the better chance it will coming from from uh, reducing the government department or ministries. But like you're saying, even the existing government uh, departments, they have to start spending the right way. You know, you don't have to pay uh, for a pencil which costs one rent at CNA, where then you end up paying ten rents because of your uh, procurement which doesn't make sense. So they themselves, the way they procure goods going forward, they will be able to save a lot. We are not talking about flights or hotels. That's a small chance. Things that they are procuring as government themselves. They know for a fact that they are paying inflated prices and they are happy with that. That has to come to an end and then it will save a lot.